by 2025 just years from now the number of people aged 65 and older with Alzheimer's dementia is estimated to reach 7.1 million an increase of almost 29% from the 5.5 million aged 65 and older affected in 2018. Barring the development of medical breakthroughs, the number of people aged 65 and older with Alzheimer's dementia may nearly triple from 5.5 million to 13.8 million by 2050. Two-thirds of Americans over age 65 with Alzheimer's dementia, 3.4 million, are women. Every 65 seconds, someone in the U.S. develops Alzheimer's dementia. By mid-century, someone in the U.S. will develop the disease every 33 seconds. Alzheimer's is the sixth leading cause of death in the U.S., and it is the fifth leading cause of death for those aged 65 and older. As the population of the U.S. ages, Alzheimer's is becoming a more common cause of death, and it is the only top 10 cause of death that cannot be prevented, cured or even slowed. Total national cost of caring for those with Alzheimer's and other dementias is estimated at $277 billion, not including unpaid caregiving, in 2018, of which $186 billion is the cost to Medicare and Medicaid. Out-of-pocket costs represent $60 billion of the total payments, while other costs total $30 billion. Total payments for health care Long-term care and hospice care for people with Alzheimer's and other dementias are projected to increase to more than $1.1 trillion in 2050, in 2018 dollars. In 2017, the lifetime cost of care for a person living with dementia was $341,840 with 70% of this cost borne by families directly through out-of-pocket costs and the value of unpaid care. Nearly half of all caregivers, 48%, who provide help to older adults do so for someone with Alzheimer's or another dementia. Approximately two-thirds of caregivers are women, and one-third of dementia caregivers are daughters. 41% of caregivers have a household income of $50,000 or less. It is estimated that the U.S. has approximately half the number of certified geriatricians that it currently needs and only 9% of nurse practitioners report having special expertise in gerontological care. The duties of a caregiver can vary depending on their connection with the person they are proving the care for. It also depends on the support the older person needs. In many cases, living caregivers are the relatives of the person they are providing the support and assistance. Family caregivers offer in-home care and non-medical services. No matter the amount of love that exists between a caregiver and an older person, caregiver responsibility and long-term care is a daunting challenge that gets more difficult as the aging parent gets older. More than 50% of primary caregivers have noted that the role of caregiving takes a toll on their productivity at work. Another 75% of primary caregivers indicated that caregiving takes a toll on their family. 75% of primary caregivers indicated that caregiving takes a toll on their family. Almost all caregivers, including family caregivers, say the role is a very demanding one. The responsibility and expectations of a caregiver are really high. Some caregivers say they lose their sense of privacy in the job. 
caregiving can be challenging both on someone's psychological and physical well-being. If you don't take control of your time, you might hardly have enough time for yourself as a caregiver, even if you are only doing such for your parents. While being a live-in caregiver is quite challenging, being a support system for someone who is unable to help themselves is purely rewarding. It can be even more rewarding if you take into consideration the responsibilities required of you if you painstakingly carry them out. Taking steps to relieve caregiver stress helps prevent health problems. Also, taking care of yourself helps you take better care of your loved one and enjoy the rewards of caregiving. Here are some tips to help you prevent or manage caregiver stress. Learn ways to better help your loved one. Some hospitals offer classes that can teach you how to care for someone with an injury or illness. To find these classes, ask your doctor or call your local area agency on aging. Find caregiving resources in your community to help you. Many communities have adult daycare services or respite services to give primary caregivers a break from their caregiving duties. Ask for and accept help. Make a list of ways others can help you. Let helpers choose what they would like to do. For instance, someone might sit with the person you care for while you do an errand. Someone else might pick up groceries for you. Join a support group for caregivers. You can find a general caregiver support group or a group with caregivers who care for someone with the same illness or disability as your loved one. You can share stories, pick up caregiving tips, and get support from others who face the same challenges as you do. Get organized. Make to-do lists, and set a daily routine. Take time for yourself. Stay in touch with family and friends, and do things you enjoy with your loved ones. Take care of your health. Find time to be physically active on most days of the week, choose healthy foods, and get enough sleep. See your doctor for regular checkups. Make sure to tell your doctor or nurse you are a caregiver. Also, tell her about any symptoms of depression or sickness you may have. If you work outside the home and are feeling overwhelmed, consider taking a break from your job. Under the Federal Family and Medical Leave Act, eligible employees can take up to 12 weeks of unpaid leave per year to care for relatives. Ask your human resources office about your options. Disaster preparedness for Alzheimer's caregivers. People with Alzheimer's disease can be especially vulnerable during disasters such as severe weather, fires, floods, earthquakes, and other emergency situations. It is important for caregivers to have a disaster plan that includes the special needs of people with Alzheimer's, whose impairments in memory and reasoning severely limit their ability to act appropriately in crises. Flooded road time. In general, you should prepare to meet the needs of your family for three to seven days, including having supplies and backup options if you lose basic services such as water or electricity. Organizations such as the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, and the American Red Cross provide information about making a general disaster preparedness plan. The Administration for Community Living has a disaster planning toolkit for people with dementia. Gather supplies. As you assemble supplies for your family's disaster kit, consider the needs of the person with Alzheimer's.
be sure to store all supplies in a watertight container. The kit might contain incontinence undergarments, wipes, and lotions, pillow, toy, or something the person can hold onto, favorite snacks and high-nutrient drinks, physician's name, address, and phone number, copies of legal, medical, insurance, and social security information, waterproof bags or containers to hold medications and documents, recent photos of the person, other supplies you may need are, warm clothing and sturdy shoes, spare eyeglasses and hearing aid batteries, medications, flashlights and extra batteries. If you must leave home, in some situations, you may decide to ride out a natural disaster at home. In others, you may need to move to a safer place, like a community shelter or someone's home. Relocation may make the person with Alzheimer's very anxious. Be sensitive to his or her emotions. Stay close, offer your hand, or give the person reassuring hugs. To plan for an evacuation. Know how to get to the nearest emergency shelters. If you don't drive or driving is dangerous, arrange for someone to transport your group. Make sure the person with Alzheimer's wears an ID bracelet. Take both general supplies and your Alzheimer's emergency kit. Pack familiar, comforting items. If possible, plan to take along the household pet. Save emergency numbers in your cell phone, and keep it charged. Plan to keep neighbors, friends, and family informed about your location. If conditions are noisy or chaotic, try to find a quieter place. If you are separated, it's very important to stay with a person with Alzheimer's in a disaster. Do not count on the person to stay in one place while you go to get help. However, the unexpected can happen, so it is a good idea to plan for possible separation. Enroll the person in the Medical Alert Alzheimer's Association Safe Return Program and Identification and Support Service for people who may become lost. Prepare for wandering. Place labels and garments to aid in identification. Keep an article of the person's clothing in a plastic bag to help dogs find him or her. Identify specific neighbors or nearby family and friends who would be willing to help in a crisis. Make a plan of action with them should the person with Alzheimer's be unattended during a crisis. Tell neighbors about the person's specific disabilities, including inability to follow complex instructions, memory loss, impaired judgment, disorientation, and confusion. Give examples of simple one-step instructions that the person may be able to follow. Give someone you trust a house key and list of emergency phone numbers. Provide local police and emergency services with photos of the person with Alzheimer's and copies of his or her medical documents, so they are aware of the person's needs. Alzheimer's is a progressive disease that destroys cognitive functions over time. Those suffering from Alzheimer's almost invariably need care and assistance in daily living. Paid Alzheimer's caregivers may be hired directly for in-home care, work through a professional agency or attend to patients in medical facilities. Regardless of the setting, Alzheimer's caregivers need to attend to some very important basic tasks.